Now here's former Hollywood actress Tina Griffin back with more behind-the-scenes info on the Counterculture Mom Show. Do you see America's church dying right before your eyes? Are you concerned about what this country will look like in 10 years, 10 weeks, or even, frankly, the next 10 days? Not sure why our country is crumbling? Then you must watch one of the best documentaries I have ever seen that addresses the reason for our country's current collapse, Enemies Within the Church. Yes, you heard me correctly, Enemies Within the Church. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. And our sponsor for today's episode discussing Marxism within the church is our dear friends at Envision Life Academy. Parents, are you trying to help your high school student navigate the next steps after graduation? What careers match their gifts, talents, and passions? Will they go to college? Do you want them to find a God-honoring, biblically-based school? If so, what is the right fit for them? Did you know that the average student now takes six years to graduate? Envision Life Academy is a career and college planning service helping your child find their excellent education option, allowing them to get in and out of college in four years for the least amount of money. Envision Life Academy has helped over 100,000 students find their perfect school for their next season of life. This service is comprehensive, affordable. Just go to EnvisionLifeAcademy.com. Use code TINA for 20% off your first month. And a quick shout out to dear friend Corey from CoreyDiggs.com who sent me this sweet shirt that says, Ignorance is not bliss. And you'll understand why in this episode. Now for today's thought-provoking program. We have the honor to speak to an anti-communist filmmaker, author, and public speaker from Christ Church, New Zealand today. For more than 30 years, our guest has researched the radical left, Marxist, and terrorist movements and their covert influence on mainstream politics. I have heard this man speak at the Worldview Weekend event along with other patriotic conferences throughout this nation, and he means business. The cleverest thing the devil ever did was to convince people he doesn't exist. Are you or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? The FBI is not allowed to be concerned about these issues anymore. Your constitution warns you to guard against enemies, foreign and domestic. You've got an infiltration of our entire government. There are congressmen who have actively colluded with the enemy. Most congressmen on the left could not pass a security check whatsoever. Andre Carson has had long-standing ties to organizations and operatives sworn to the destruction of our country. This is our last stand. Back when I was a young communist, I was potentially one of the most dangerous people on the planet. Anybody who calls for comprehensive immigration reform, in my judgment, is trying to get the MVP award from ISIS and Al-Qaeda. It was the communists who created the radical These are the stories that the enemies in your government and in the mainstream media do not want you to hear. Could Hillary Clinton pass an FBI security check? She's in a position where she can be blackmailed for her behavior, and then there's nothing that she won't do to get what she wants. There's a sworn law enforcement officer. Hillary Clinton is a domestic threat. These are the enemies within. I'm with Trevor Loudon, author, filmmaker, and public speaker. Trevor, thank you for joining us on the Counterculture Mom Show today. Uh, thanks, Tina. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. I, I can't wait to, to talk with you about communism and Marxism within the church. People are probably like, what? Jaw on the ground at this point. You're married to Victoria. You have two teenage children, and you currently live in Florida. So how are you liking the Florida weather? Look, I love the Florida. As I say, I'm here for the uh, the weather, the fishing, the in-laws, and the freedom. <laughs> so 
we got to save America, not just Florida. Absolutely. And I was going to ask you point blank, why would Marxists want to infiltrate Christianity and the church? I mean, that's why we're having so many issues in America. Well, if you think about it from, from several levels, you know, ultimately, this is a battle between God and the devil, you know, so would not the devil want to be inside God's church, to pervert God's church, to twist God's church, to use God's church for his own purposes? And if you look at communism, it's basically a, a scientific, um, a so-called scientific application of what is basically Satanism. It's the ultimate rebellion. You know, we were given three institutions to govern us. We were given the church, we were given the family, and we were given civil government. And when the church leads, the families are good, and civil government stays within its bounds. When the church is perverted or the church abandons its leadership roles, the family falls into chaos and the government gets way out of control. So revolution, communist revolution, is overthrowing the church, overthrowing the family, and overthrowing civil government, overthrowing all three of God's institutions. So absolutely, you know, and, and from a more just secular point of view, Communism always wanted world domination. It still does want world domination. It can only exist when it runs the whole world. And the biggest impediment to that was always the United States of America. A free constitutional America was always the big, biggest impediment. And what is the backbone of America? It is the churches. So if you wanted to take down America from the inside, which you have to do, you would need to go into the churches because the churches have money, the churches have influence, and the churches have respectability. All three things that revolutionaries crave. The very first communist front in America, set up before the Bolshevik Revolution by Harry Ward of Union Theological Seminary College, Union Theological College, was the Methodist Federation for Social Action the very first communist front in America. Trevor, that was absolutely phenomenal, jaw-dropping, and I can see why the communist movement to take over American churches is currently underway. Can you give us a roundabout estimate of how many pastors, pastors in pulpits today, and this is by no means trying to rip on all pastors in America. There are several, <laughs> there are several really good pastors preaching the word of God, but there's a lot that aren't. About how many pastors in America percent wise, do you think are not teaching the word of God and have gone this wayward Marxist communist agenda, either knowing it or not knowing it? Well, I would say, oh, this is what I would say. I would say of the currently existing pastors, I think probably 60% have a deep problem. If you're talking about the young pastors, the very young ones, that's getting up to 70%, even 80%. You know, because the, the seminaries and the Bible colleges have been taken over in the last 20 years. And so the new pastors are coming out all woke, you know, all woke. So, you know, in the old, you know, 30 years ago, a young pastor, especially evangelical, would come out and uh, he'd be supporting Ronald Reagan and he'd, he'd love Israel and he'd love the Constitution and he'd love America. Well, now they're coming out loving Bernie Sanders and Palestine and socialism. 
But and but we have to understand too that the Communist Party USA and Democratic Socialists of America actually have pastors on their roles. They have Communist Party members who run churches, major churches, who serve in, in big religious organizations like Faith in Public Service, Faith in Public Life. They have made a very concerted effort to bring actual communists into the churches. So there's that level, but you also have the woke pastors, the new pastors are all about critical race theory and social justice and ending white privilege. This is all Marxism. We got to understand what the word, what, what woke means. You know, we hear about these woke churches or these woke businesses. Woke means aware of issues of racial justice, aware of issues of racism and class uh, class struggle and social um, social inequalities, etc. It comes as basically Maoist. Do you remember the old pictures of the the Chinese Cultural Revolution? Yes. They have big mass meetings and they have guys with with signs around their neck, capitalist Rhoda, you know, capitalist, and they would abuse these people and this would be used to raise the consciousness of the masses of class issues. Wokeism, we would have called that brainwashing. They called it consciousness raising. Wokeism is raising one's consciousness of class and gender and LGBTQ and social inequality issues. It is pure Marxism, but they put a little bit of Christianity on top and millions of Christians are hearing it every Sunday in their churches. I completely agree. You said something very profound, like you always do. But in the very beginning of this show, you said that Marxism is actually Satanism, demonic. I completely agree. I think Satan knows he has little time left to do a lot of damage. Christ is right around the corner, at least my thoughts on that. Now, I can hear people right now saying, ask them this question. So I'm going to ask. You made a statement that you said there are large churches out there today that are absorbing and believing in and preaching Marxism from the pulpit. Can you rattle off some churches and names of the people that you're concerned over? Well, the big highballs, Willow Creek, um, you know, in Chicago is one. Rick Warren's churches out in California, um, they're they very um, deep into this. Rick Warren supported Students for a Democratic Society as a young man, a Marxist organization. Obama's famous favorite pastor, you know, is all about Chrislam, etc. But it's but it's not just the big mega churches. See, you've got three or four classes of churches. You've got the big seeker friendly mega churches who really water down the gospel and have a little bit of this coming in. You have the prosperity people who are just all about money, and they have a little bit of this coming in. But it is the mainstream Episcopalians and Methodists, they've been taken over by the Marxists decades ago. What is happening now is the evangelicals and the Southern Baptists at the top levels and at the seminary and Bible college level are being heavily infiltrated. For the people still tuning in, even after you mentioned Rick Warren as a red flag in America, and I would agree, I remember watching Enemies Within the Church. I could not take notes fast enough, and I wrote down this comment that you guys covered in this phenomenal documentary that Rick Warren and Jim Wallace based their philosophy off a phrase coming from the Quran. Can you go into detail on that? 
Yeah, well, it was, uh, it was about a bridge, the common word. It was uh, basically the phrase from the Quran was talking about how, um, you know, Christianity and Islam must have a bridge between them. They must have a bridge. But it wasn't a bridge so that they could learn from each other. It was a bridge that, so that Islam could come into Christianity and that ultimately all of us, the phrase that was used, all of us must worship Allah. It was a way to bring Christians to worship Allah, not to form any form of common ground. And so you've got you've got this interfaith movement, this Chrislam movement that Rick Warren is a big part of, basically serving as a, as a bridge to bring Islam into Christianity. That they people, you have to watch this documentary. You did an excellent job, your whole team, on dissecting that. I was blown away, but it made complete sense. I lived out in California for a decade. I was watchful of this stuff, and I saw it unravel years ago. The comment was also made that Rick Warren and Jim Wallace belong to a group that is controlled by communists, and they have something called the Evangelical Immigration Table, funded by George Soros. And my posse that watches show all the time, they know about George Soros and his corruption. Can you go into a little bit of detail about the Evangelical Immigration Table? Look, I'm not sure if Rick Warren is involved with that or not, but Jim Wallace certainly is. And it's expanded out and, and it includes a lot of very well-known evangelical leaders. Um, and Soros is a, a no-borders guy. He is a left-wing guy. I, I think he's got deep Russian connections going back a long time. And his, his goal is to, to destroy the borders of America. And you sell, they're selling this to evangelicals as we have to welcome our neighbors. People coming across the border, this is a Christian duty to welcome these people. Well, these people have never read the Old Testament. How many times did the Israelites have to put up a wall around their city? And what happened when they didn't? You know, the Old Testament is a national security blueprint. You know, nations, God formed nations. Nations must have borders. Borders must be policed by laws. Yes, you can have immigration, but legal, orderly immigration is the order of the day. So to, to support illegal immigration, which the Immigration Roundtable does, which is supported by many evangelicals, is completely unbiblical. It is completely unchristian. But it's sold to Christians as social justice is sold. You know, Jesus believed, you know, the Christian charity is equated with state force socialism. Um, you know, illegal immigration is, is equated with legal immigration. The difference between illegal immigration and legal immigration is the difference between somebody who comes to your door with a bottle of wine and a bowl of pasta for a nice dinner or somebody who breaks in through your back window with a crowbar. They're both in your house. How they got there makes all the difference. Oh, that's so, so good. And I love how you explain how this corruption is packaged as a sweet little present social justice when it isn't. They want to take over American soil where our republic is hanging by a thread. And you know that. Absolutely. You know, uh, they, they want to bring down America. And you've got Christian churches, Christian churches participating in the revolution to destroy this country. And millions of people go to these churches and have no idea what is happening. No idea. And the crazy thing is, do these pastors that are either uneducated or working for China, do they not think that their head is not going to be on the chopping block when 
these countries try to take us over physically and mentally. They're going to be another victim. They're allowing the culprits to come in, the enemies to come in, enemies within the church, and then they're going to be a victim as a result. I, it just blows my yeah. mind. Well, they're acting in the role of a Judas goat. They're leading the sheep to destruction. And yes, they will be destroyed as well. But that's a little bit too late for all of us, isn't it? No other country around this globe allows open borders. I never understood how people were okay with open borders in our country, except knowing that they're being brainwashed by our public school education and everything else that's out there right now with people that have infiltrated politics and church that is actually the enemy. So I get why, but I just don't understand the common sense factor that seems to be gone today where people can't realize, well, I can, can't just go to Mexico or Canada and, and not go through their process. You. Well, well, people are guilted out. If you don't like, if you don't want illegal immigrants coming across the border, you must be a racist. It's, this, is, it, this is the logic. And everybody be so terrified of being called a racist. Look, Black Lives Matter, a Chinese communist operation was burning cities all over America. But people wouldn't criticize it because you might be called a racist. Well, I'm, I'm happy to criticize criminals on no matter what color they are. Absolutely. It's irrelevant. It's their actions that are relevant, not their color. And the celebrities behind this junk, too, because I love the pop culture aspect. If someone was trying to burn down their mansion in the Hollywood Hills, they'd have something to say about it. When they, they would. Go, and, and, yeah, when they and, go... And most of them have live, live in gated communities or they have big, fat walls around their houses, right? Yes. I wonder why that is. Yeah, exactly. And they don't want us to have a police to help back us up, but they have 42 guards in front of their mansions or when they're on stage half-dressed or, or 20% dressed, scantily clad, doing strip dancing. Anyway, I don't want to go on a tangent. Just totally hypocrisy drives me nuts. So my question is this. When you said something earlier about uh, the enemies within our church, what are some key red flags that people tuning in right now at the edge of their seat are saying can you please, Trevor, give us some red flags that if our pastor is doing one of these top things, we have to approach him. You want to approach him first in love, give him a copy of Enemies Within the Church, tell him to watch it. And like I said in previous episodes, if they don't want to watch it, it could possibly tell you they're a part of the problem. They're one of the enemies within the church. So, and then leave, go to a different church. But what are some red flags that people tuning in right now can say, hang on a second, my pastor actually does that, where they can start keeping their eyes you know, open on this? Look, if they're not teaching the Old Testament, if they're not teaching sin, they're not teaching the Ten Commandments, that's a red flag straight straight off. You know, the softening, the weakening of the Bible, it's all about love, not about law. You know, that's a red flag right off the top. And that's seeker-friendly and that's Marxism. They, they, they overlap on that. Um, look, there's three categories of church, basically. There's the total Marxist churches who are way off the, way off the line. There's the churches who teach the Bible well, but they do nothing. And then there's the churches who teach the Bible and actively do stuff. There are three categories. You've got to be in a church that teaches it and acts on what they teach. Pastors will say, I'm just here to preach the gospel. No, you're not here just to preach the gospel. You're here to lead people into living a gospel life in every area of their life political, their civic life, their artistic, their cultural, their sporting, their business life, their family life. And and civil government is part of our responsibility. If your church is not saying you should be active in civil government, 
that's another deep red flag. But but on the Marxist side, it's it's critical race theory. Are they talking a lot about race? Do we have are they talking about white privilege that we must um, kowtow to certain people because of their race? Do they believe in wealth redistribution, a la social justice? You know, justice needs no qualifier. You know, social justice is socialism. Justice is God's justice. Um, are they talking about white privilege? Are they talking about welcoming refugees from across the border? Are they more concerned about global warming than than eternal warming? You know, the, the, these are all the things you need to, to, to need to watch for. All the left wing talking points that you'd see coming out of the Democratic Party or the Labour unions or Greenpeace, if they're talking that kind of stuff, that's a woke Marxist church. And you are not going to do yourself any good listening to a broadcast like this on a Thursday or a Friday and going to a Marxist church on a Sunday. Oh, you're so good. I would just say if you know of any churches in your area that are doing what Trevor just said, grab a bunch of people from your church. If your church isn't woke, but they're awake and go pray and pass out flyers to your church in front of the woke church. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Trevor. Well, see, this is the key point because a lot of pastors will say we should never criticize another Baptist. We should never criticize another Christian pastor. Well, if you've got a pastor who isn't preaching the Bible, who's preaching a whole bunch of Marxist stuff. See, young people, they'll decide, I want to go to church. Yep. I need some spiritual direction. So they go to the nearest church. They don't hear anything about sin or repentance or being held to account. They don't hear anything from the Old Testament. They hear a lot about racial justice. They hear a lot about we've got to get on top of global warming. We've got to welcoming refugees from across the border. And they think this is Christianity because they know no different. Right. Because nobody has ever called out their Marxist pastor and showed people what lies he is preaching. So anybody who doesn't criticize these people is basically complicit and allowing a whole bunch of people to drift into sin and error with good intentions. Who are the main culprits in this modern era of Marxism? Yeah, well, Tim Keller would be one of the biggest culprits in driving the evangelical churches to the left right now. And a lot of people go, Tim Keller? I've read his book. It's a great book. I've read it, you know, all this kind of thing. The old communists, when they got into the churches, they would preach 90% Marxism and 10% Christianity. And people saw through that and left. Well, now they preach 90% gospel and 10% Marxism. The little bit of Marxism on top with a lot of good stuff. Tim Keller is that man. You also wrote a book on this called The Enemies Within. Can you explain what you discuss in this book and why it's a much needed read? We're in a Marxist revolution in America right now, um, directed by China. Yeah. Now, Biden, the whole Biden administration, almost all of his uh, cabinet officers have Chinese connections. He has deep Russian connections and Chinese connections. Biden has going back to the 70s. Kamala Harris is a red diaper baby. Her parents were both, com- both communists. She's worked with pro-Chinese communists her entire life. And also say there's about 100 members of the U.S. House and 25 members of the U.S. Senate who couldn't pass a background check to drive a school bus in in America. But there are no background checks in Congress. 
So the Communist Party USA, Democratic Socialists of America, the North Koreans, the Cubans, the Iranians, the Russians, the Chinese have dozens of their people in our Congress and our Senate running virtually every committee in the House right now. Everyone has to get their hands on your books. You have at trevorloudon.com, also in the show notes, everyone, Trevor, T-R-E-V-O-R-L-O-U-D-O-N.com. Go to Enemies Within the Church website. You have to get that movie, a phenomenal movie. It is a must watch. And then share it with your pastors, share it with your neighbors. Trevor, you are absolutely a fantastic human being. Thank you so much for coming on. I even like your extra expertise on not just finding a new church if your pastor doesn't want to actually start talking about topics that matter and fighting back and being in the battle, just talk and no action. But you should oust that corrupt pastor with someone who stands on the word of God. Trevor, you're my hero. Keep at it. Get ready for part two of the Counterculture Mom Show right after this short commercial break. Parents, does your high school student have a plan for their future? Will they attend college, trade school, or enter the workforce? The whole planning process can be confusing. Envision Life Academy is a comprehensive career and college planning service dedicated to help you navigate career and college selection, financial aid, and the admission process. Visit EnvisionLifeAcademy.com to learn how they can help. Enter promo code TINA to receive 20% off your first month's service. EnvisionLifeAcademy.com. 